let's discuss resection of a giant uh, pituitary adenoma via the non-endoscopic or microscopic transnasal transept approach. This is a 45-year-old male with long-standing history of visual dysfunction who did not seek medical attention, however subsequently developed gait disturbance and MRI evaluation revealed a very large pituitary macroadenoma with evidence of a cystic or necrotic part within the mass causing distortion of the floor of the third ventricle. This is one of my older cases where I used the endonasal transeptal route for a section of the tumor before the era of endoscopy. Transeptal approach was conducted. You can see the bony and the cartilaginous septi that are being removed, a submucosal trajectory toward the anterior face of the cella. Here's the anterior face of the cella. Navigation was used for localization. You can see the floor as expected is very much attenuated. Following removal of the thin sheet of bone over the floor, ring curettes of various sizes were used to remove the very suckable tumor in this case. The extent of bony removal is quite important for removal of these tumors, therefore navigation really assisted with a very wide exposure at the floor of the cella. Here are the use of the ring curettes to remove as much of the tumor as possible until diaphragma cella descends into our resection cavity. Part of the tumor had to be extracted using pituitary rongeurs. You can see the view is relatively limited. Here's diaphragma cella descending into our resection cavity. I carefully inspected all the folds to assure myself that there's no residual tumor. Hiding within the folds of the diaphragma, very large ring curettes were used to inspect the lateral extent of the cella turcica to assure aggressive removal of this tumor. Obviously, part of this tumor is invading cavernous sinus and gross toe removal is not safe. Closure was completed in standard fashion. No evidence of CSF leak was apparent. I used glue to reconstruct the floor of the cella using some of the blood to solidify the glue in this case. And the post-operative MRI, as expected, demonstrated reasonable resection of the mass with effective decompression of the optic apparatus and the floor of the third ventricle. The residual tumor within the cavernous sinus was left behind. This tumor subsequently showed mild or slight evidence of growth 
at three-year follow-up, and therefore the patient underwent radiosurgical treatment. Thank you.